Welcome, you are listening to the Polyglot's Cave, the podcast in which every week my friend Manuel and I, Luis, we talk about different topics related to languages, culture, and education. Uh, this is our first episode, so welcome everyone who is listening to this. And hi, Manuel, how are you doing? Hi, Luis, I'm doing fine. Uh, a little bit cold where I live, but it's enjoyable. Uh, Thank you for inviting me to this new project. It's certainly no, no, it's my pleasure. It's certainly a new experience. It's very, it's a very interesting one. We enjoy learning a little bit more of different languages, different cultures, and like Luis mentioned, uh, this is a space in which we are going to talk about uh, things that we we like, things that we find interesting and hopefully to talk about things that our possible audience can find interesting as well. And welcome. It's, this is our first uh, episode and we hope that you enjoy it and can stay with us uh, throughout the journey. Yeah, thank you. Well, since this is the first episode, uh, we would like to talk about our experience learning languages. In this case, our second language, which is English, because We both are from Mexico, Spanish is our first language. Uh, so I don't know, Manuel, would you like to start talking about this? Okay, well, for start, uh, in this section, we are going to talk about first our first encounter with language and then our experience learning it. So uh, you can uh, understand in with the, the way that this is going to, to be carried out. Okay, um, like Chris mentioned, our second language, uh, the second language that we learned um, is English. You know, given geography, we're uh, next to, to the United States and, and we also studied uh, a bachelor's degree in, in the English language at Universidad Veracruzana. Uh, where do I begin? Well, first, my first contact with the language was when I was a child, you know, and I, I guess that for the majority of the people who are non-native speaker, uh, native English speakers, uh, the first contact they, they have with the language is through, through, um, through culture. And I mean this when I say uh, pop culture, such as TV, movies, uh, music. In this case, my first contact with the language was through music. And it was because my father sometimes would, uh, you know, play music of some bands like the Bee Gees, Queen, and Phil Collins. And I enjoyed listening to that music because, you know, being a child, it's a completely different uh, experience and it's something new and you, it's something that, ca that catches your attention, right? And and I was very I was very interested in in getting to know what what that meant or what you know the the singers were singing or they were saying. Uh, but given that I was a child, I I wasn't being taught about English until I was 12. and this happened in primary school. So in the school in which I studied. Uh, I never had English classes until I was in sixth grade. Sixth grade. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Because here in Mexico, we have different systems. So the primary school is you start when you are six, seven, eight, and you finish it, which is the sixth grade. You are twelve, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. an average. It's an average uh, from six years to, to 12 mm -hmm. in, in your time in primary school. Uh, so yeah, I, like I mentioned, I didn't have classes until I was in, in sixth grade. And to be honest, I, I really struggled because I, although I was familiar with the language, I knew completely, I, I knew nothing. I mean, I didn't have uh, vocabulary knowledge Uh, less, I mean, even the grammar part was completely uh, 
non-existent was non-existent so my my knowledge in the language uh was very basic and i remember yeah. that the other group uh actually had classes the whole year but given that uh i don't know for some reason i only had english classes uh for almost like half of the the scholar year because you know uh the teacher wasn't uh, uh ready to or at least didn't have the knowledge necessary to teach a second language and it was okay. it was weird i mean because I had friends on the other group and they would tell me like, oh yeah, maybe this color is, is, is blue. This is how you say yellow. This is how you say, uh, I don't know, pineapple, et cetera, et cetera, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you and you see that uh, they have a, like a small knowledge, they have like a small knowledge of the vocabulary, but you don't. And that really, mm -hmm. and that really kind of uh, motivated me to, to learn the language a little bit uh, because, you know, it, sometimes the jealousy of some people knowing something that you don't or it encourages, you know? And, uh, and yeah, that was like a motivation. And after I started secondary school, I really struggled because, I mean, the grammar, the, the vocabulary, the pronunciation, I was really terrible at it and and I really I failed I think the first two exams I, I wasn't very good at the beginning and therefore my parents saw that I, I was struggling and they decided to send me to a to an English uh, course outside you know school which was normally on Sundays and it was a, an intensive course you know a course uh, I remember it was four hours with a small recess. Uh, so it was very different for me to see like the experience when you, that I was having in, in secondary school with the classes in which normally it wasn't, it wasn't like, it wasn't the type of classes that at least, you know, you would receive at university, you know, in which you see a more complex explanation of certain topics um, or even a, a more ex extensive explanation of the basic concepts um and, and yeah that it was like a shock to me because when at the first class that i was in the in the course outside school uh i was very i, I was taken aback because i i didn't expect it i didn't expect that uh, an english class would be that way like the the teacher talking a hundred percent of the time or at least well, not a hundred because we were beginners, but at least like 80% 80 of the time in English. Um, and that really challenged you to to make an effort to keep up with, with a professor, you know, and, and get to know what what he is saying, what he or she uh, is saying, um, what they are explaining to you and what they are asking you to do. So it was very interesting. And I think that I think that experience really changed my my perspective in which I needed to be more uh, in which I needed to study a little bit harder. You know, I, I needed to focus more uh, and pay more attention to my English classes to make a bigger effort and so on. And, and that experience really helped me because uh, the first four months I was struggling at school and when I started going to to that english course uh, on saturdays uh things started to change you know instead of yeah, the homework started boring and i wouldn't get to somewhere learning a second language i really enjoyed the the learning process because it was something new and uh i didn't fail any any exam any exam since since i started that that course and, really and that really that's exactly that honestly now that i see things in in another perspective um that really changed my life that experience really changed my life because uh prior to that experience i was very uh i was completely sure that i was going to study 
you know, architecture or I was going to be an, an architecture. Um, yeah, or I was going to be, a, I was going to study medicine, but it turned out that I wasn't really well uh, at any of those. And, and English was my, my strong Yeah, point. I understand the food. Yeah, but that really changed my, the course of my life and, and really changed my academic uh, experience because from being the guy that normally wouldn't, uh, wouldn't care to even uh, question the professor or ask to clarify anything during the class, I was the one who was answering all the questions and normally I ended up being the, uh, the student in which other uh, classmates would rely on uh, solving any kind of doubts or asking for help, uh, help to understand any concept or any grammar points, uh, vocabulary, etc. you know? And it was very, very important and it was a very important experience for me. Uh, and during college, uh, it, it was the same experience in school, but again, I was still uh, going to the, to the English course on Saturdays. And, okay. and that really facilitates things, you know, like, I mean, and I knew that the classes were very basic, you know, being uh, the, cl the English classes were more like translation classes because the professor would give us certain uh, sentences and then she would ask for us to um, translate them into Spanish. And it was very... Yeah, you know. Yeah. Grammar translation. Grammar translation. It's, it's, up, uh, it's not up. good to, to learn mm. a second language. Um, no, no, but it's like the first method we have and yeah. it is still used nowadays. It is used. Um, I never, I, although some people say that it has its advantages, I see it as a wrong approach to beginners. A wrong approach because this can cause a problem. Mm -hmm. we, we'll talk about it later, but yeah. I think that can cause a problem. So it, though, returning to the point, uh, I was, it was very boring, you know, because it's like the same dynamic. Yes, sometimes the professor mm. would explain, like for example, the tenses, because it was like the most normal thing to to explain to your students, the vocabulary, uh, in which we would use like big paper sheets in which we, you know, we would write some words that we didn't know, then uh, look up in the dictionary for their meanings in Spanish, and that was it. Um, and that really, that really bored me. And I wanted like a, an experience, like the course that I was going, but further, you know, with, uh, with real English being spoken in class, you know. And I think that in that moment, in the in high school, I realized that I really wanted to study a second language properly. I mean, and when I say properly, it's like, yes, learning myself, which I had been doing uh, probably since I was uh, 13. Uh, but at the same time, like make significant interactions with uh, classmates or professors in, in the English language, you know, actually speaking. And that's when I decided to to enroll myself in in the bachelor's degree uh, uh, at the Universidad de Veracruzana for okay. uh, the English uh, for the English uh, career. So, yeah, it, it, it is it is very interesting how like an experience like a course can, in this case, alter the the direction of my academic life. What about you, Luis? Well, my story is a little bit different, but a bit more boring. <laughs> because, uh, well, my first approach with English was pretty similar to you because, uh, you know, in the 90s, the beginning of the new century, uh, my father used to play just, uh, a lot of music, uh, you know, with VHS, yeah, VHS, uh, with bands like, for example, Guns N' Roses, The Smiths, uh, The Scorpions, these kind of bands. I will agree uh, listening to these ones. Um, 
about the same to you. I, I was more focused on paying attention to the music video because what well, you know, some videos are pretty unique. So I was paying a lot of attention to this. I imagine different things. <laughs> uh, yeah, and my first real contact was through video games because, well, I was given a Nintendo GameCube for for Christmas. I think I was like seven or eight years old. Uh, but, you know, back in that time, the video games were not translated into Spanish. So I had to play in English completely. Someone that did not know any English. I think it helped me a lot because I was a child. Video games are interactive and that's a good combination. So I started to to quite learn a lot because what well, you know at the beginning of a video game you have a tutorial with which tells you how to play that video game. I was making a lot of connections that for example jump, what what jumps means, what what is new game, what is options. So I was learning these issues and also video games tell a story. So I was learning this kind of vocabulary that, oh, I'm certain character. She's blah, blah, blah. He is, we are, blah. they are blah, 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 basic knowledge that you also learn in a school, but I already learned that before. Uh, I'm talking about the school. Um, I was studying in a private school at the time. So my English classes started in four or third grade. I don't remember very well, but it was a couple of years before you. And again, the same topics, but since I already know those topics, which are the pretty basics ones, the foods, uh, the verb to be, present simple. So um, I was asking my teacher, <laughs> Uh, some issues about the video games, some words um, or some sentences that I didn't know. Um, and she was she was very kind uh, because even though it wasn't her responsibility at all, she was explaining me all of this. Even though, you know, you as a teacher only have to teach certain topic and you should not say some other topics because the students might get confused, but if she explained it anyways, it was like this at the beginning. Uh, and then in secondary school was more of the same, you know, not all primary schools teach English. So in, in secondary school, you like start over uh, but I already know those topics, so I didn't do much of it. Uh, then in high school, I don't remember much about how it was in high school because, uh, but I think it's, it was more of the same, you know. Uh, the only difference in high school is that my English teacher wasn't uh, an English teacher. She was an accountant that was teaching me English. So English was like a not important course because they were more focused on the accountants ones. Uh, what else? Yeah, during my school period, uh, my teachers always spoke in Spanish, only if we have to read some sentences, they read it in English. Um, maybe that impact in me quite negatively because I, I did, did not develop the ability to speak properly maybe sometimes I don't like how I speak English so yeah in it can be because of that uh, but when it comes to reading or to listening I think uh, I have more skills to do this uh, and yeah what else mm, I think that's it I mean I have always been interested in languages and when I was in high school it was the era in which the internet developed a lot, a lot. Uh, I was given my first computer uh, and I always have like this, um, I don't know how to say habit maybe, to, since I started playing video games in English, 
I did the same with the computer. I start to search things in English rather than in Spanish, which is quite strange <laughs> for some reason. So <laughs> at some point yeah. we all do it. At some point we all do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was used to do this. So I start to meet some other people. I have some friends in Europe that I have been known for about 10 years, maybe. Uh, so yeah, I started chatting with them. And a certain point I was like learning more by chatting with people. Rather than in Mexican school, when you are always learning and relearning like the same topics. So I think that helped me a lot to develop skills, especially in writing and reading. Um, and yeah, that's it. Uh, and yeah, for the university, at first I studied architecture <laughs> because my father wanted me to study that. Uh, but yeah, after a few years, I realized that it was not what I liked. I mean, I liked architecture, but more from the artistic point of view. Um, how it is teach here at Universidad Veracruzana, it is hard to do a lot of calculation, more like an engineer. So yeah, I quit. Um, I switched to, to the degree in English language because, well, uh, English has always been like a part of my life. So I said, okay, I think I have certain skill to do this, uh, to complete this degree. So why not? Um, well, here I am. Yeah, it is very interesting, like you mentioned, because for example, at university, uh, I really got what I was looking for, you know, the, the interaction of at least 80% 80, 80%, 80% fight of the class being carried out actually in English, you know, and... Yeah, from and, the very beginning. Yeah, and, and, and it was very interesting. And at the same time, I was very... Uh, I felt like more... I felt like more comfortable because, you know, outside of the, the course that I mentioned that I was attending to, uh, since secondary school, I actually never had contact with uh, native speakers uh, or a professor that actually would explain things to me in English rather than in Spanish. And it was, it was quite the experience because, I mean, taking a jump from, the, from, high, from secondary school, from high school to the university English classes, it was it was very important to me because it was something that I was looking for to be able to communicate with other people, other students, uh, professors in a foreign language. And that was something that I, I, I really wanted, you know, to experience. And, yeah. and, it, and it's very, I think, uh, from my point of view, uh, I don't think it, it should be a hundred percent. I mean, I think don't think it should be, you know, secondary schools, high schools, that those institutions should teach English the way that you know we studied uh, at university. But at least, uh, like you mentioned, it it's too repetitive to to see the same topics. Like you see uh, secondary school several times: the present simple, the past, the future. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and you don't see, you don't school, see more the complex, the same. I mean, and I think it's more frustrating when it's the same, kind of the same teaching techniques uh, to learn the grammar, to learn specifically the vocabulary, which I think it's, mm -hmm. it's sometimes if you don't have like a good technique to provide to your students, uh, learning the yeah. vocabulary will be boring and therefore the grammar as well, you know, and I think I realized I realized that because it was some it, it was a complete it was a totally different environment being in a in a classroom at university mm -hmm. in, instead of the experience that it was uh, at secondary and high school. I don't know what the way you see it. Yeah, and it's totally different as as I mentioned in in my case in secondary school. Uh, the teacher well, I was studying in the afternoon and the evening. Uh, so, yeah, the teacher was not that hard. He was rather a lazy person. Um, in high school, yeah, more, 
more of the same as I mentioned. Uh, my teacher was not certified. Well, maybe she was, I don't know. Uh, but she was an accountant. So she yeah, had other priorities. Classes, you know? Yeah, so she had other priorities. Maybe she had some knowledge in English. That's why the school uh, promoted her as both accountant and English teacher. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Mm, not so many good ex experiences on my side. And it is completely different in the university because, well, since you are studying a, another language as a, as a BA, you have this immersion since the first day. Uh, for example, I remember that um, my first English teacher at university, the moment she entered the classroom, she forgot about Spanish and she started uh, to talk in English until the end of the class. And so the other professors, you know? Yeah, and, and it's like I mentioned, um, it's very important to, to at least in the educational system to, to provide a different experience of learning a, a, a second language to the students. And, and it was kind of the same for me because when the professor arrived, she introduced herself in English. She, uh, she explained uh, the contents of the course of, of the class um, in English. Uh, she started to ask us information in English. She yeah. asked us to, you know, the dynamics were kind of the same in the first day of, of school, of course, in which you have to introduce yourself to, to your new classmates, ask them, ask them information, etc. you know? Yeah, basic and, information. Huh? Yeah, but at least you were doing that uh, totally in English. And yes, it, it wasn't easy for everyone, but at least you could see that uh, this is what was going to be a completely new experience for everyone, you know, and, and, and I think that's the most important thing that, that you find something challenging that motivates you to actually do something to, to learn the language and more importantly, to, to speak, it, you know? Yeah, for example, uh, you know, in every classroom, there is someone who is maybe more clever than everyone. So yeah, it's like a challenge because that person is speaking maybe fl more fluent than everyone. So it's, oh no, I have to do to answer like this. Otherwise I, I will be lost or something or don't. Yeah, I mean, and it was quite, it, it was quite an interesting environment. You know, I was sitting in the front row. I, I actually didn't know anybody. Yeah, me too. Um, and uh, I was kind of, I don't want to sound like I, I want to brag about it. But I, I think I was one of the most advanced students in the beginner's course because I already had a, a you know, a, a background of learning the language mm -hmm. in, a, in an actual English class, you know, in a course that focuses yeah. completely in, in, teaching, in, in teaching you uh, the necessary grammar knowledge, the necessary vocabulary, and um, making you practice the, the four skills, you know, yeah. reading, writing, uh, listening, and speaking. And, and that experience really helped me carry out throughout the course with zero difficulties, you know, and, and I would see it because sometimes some of my classmates would ask me something uh, that they didn't quite catch during the class, uh, and I would explain that to them. And it was weird because since you mentioned the since you mentioned the part of speaking, the thing that was really I was still frustrated with was that outside the classes, outside the English classes, I normally wouldn't practice that much with other people. Maybe because other people wasn't, maybe because other people weren't feeling confident enough to actually speak. Maybe because they were really uh, yeah. beginners. Mm -hmm. And they didn't have like enough vocabulary to structure their ideas in English. Yeah, you know, or maybe because... quite, it's quite difficult because uh, at first, like, you are pretty shy because where well, you are on the beginning's level, but yeah. you don't know if the person next to you is already on the advanced level or in the intermediate, on the intermediate one. Uh, yeah. Since it's in English, everyone is supposed to know a bit about the language, so they might be judging you but you might look like mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if you are showing off because uh, you know you are speaking in another language and everyone is speaking Spanish 
Yeah, you feel awkward. You, it feels yeah, awkward yeah. to to try to approach someone uh, in English. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least from my experience, whenever I tried to speak um, my friends in, in the first year, it was very, very weird because they they were like, "Why are you speaking English? We are outside the class. I mean, we are not we are not in the English class. Why are you speaking to us?" And that really kind of uh, doesn't motivate you because I mean, you at least I really uh, started. I wanted to study study the bachelor's degree in this because I really wanted to speak the language, you know, and and I wanted to mm -hmm. to listen to someone. Also, because I mean, one thing is try to speak it, but at the same time, you want to practice your understanding, you know, and yeah. you want you yeah, want completely. to make sure you want you want to make sure that you can uh, see the whole picture, you know, that I am talking to you, but I also understand what you're trying to say to me, you know, and yeah, and and that was really uh, that was really awkward because like at least you wanted to have like initiative to be you know to be to take a uh, to take the first step to approach someone in, in the second language. Uh, but then again, some, some people are, were not uh, completely uh, sure that it was a good idea or maybe they weren't feeling confident, confident enough to speak to you in English. Yeah. And I think that's, that's one of the major problems that at least I found uh, during my time in at Universidad de Cusano. Yeah, but you know, it's not a, a problem about the university itself is rather a social issue, we could call it. Yeah, I mean, it, it was different because I was expecting at least that the environment in which I was emerged, or at least the, the environment that I was surrounded by was people who are interested in learning a second language and people who are interested in, in speaking. And it was yeah. really it was really weird because I, I would I was like, well, I know we are not in the English class. I know that we are not going to use English probably 60% of of our time in a in a Spanish native in a Spanish native country you know mm -hmm. and, uh, in a in a country like Mexico which is uh, Spanish uh, with the official language is Spanish and yeah. I, it's it was it was really I don't want to say like it frustrated me but I, I definitely felt like well maybe this is what I get you know and you're not going to get Uh, what you want, you know, you can't always get what you want, as the Rolling yeah, Stones yeah. would say. But it, it, yeah, it's it's something like it relies on the social part because, like you mentioned, it maybe someone doesn't want to be uh, the. I mean, you don't want to you don't want people to make fun of you for trying to speak the, for trying to speak a second language, or at least to practice it, you know and. That that is yeah. something that was a problem. Yeah, but it is part of a culture, you know. Uh, Mexicans are a bit shy, <laughs> or maybe not that yeah. confident when it comes to talk a second language. It can be English or any other language, for example. Yeah, for example, and and this is the like we mentioned. This is going to be uh, primarily focused on learning languages. Uh, the, here we are talking more a bit, little bit about English because. No, it's, yeah, it's the, the lingua first, second language that we got in contact, that we have contact, mm. you know. It is very interesting because at least, I mean, I know you have studied Lithuanian. I know that you have, that you are very interested in, in other languages. Uh, and so you are in Portuguese. Well. Yeah. And it's, and it's very different, you know, like at least now that I am learning a little bit of Portuguese on my own, um, mm -hmm. it's... It's kind of going back to what I first started doing, you know, and it feels very weird because normally I would, when I started learning English or when I started to attend the, the English uh, course when I was 13, I would buy like a 200 pages notebook and I would start to <laughs> write my, my ideas or my doubts and look for information. And now that I started with Portuguese, it's kind of the same. Now it's now that because it's in is online the, the information that I'm looking for instead of a book or a dictionary. Sure. I mean, you know, you have your computer, you start taking notes on your computer and it's, and it's different, you know, the, the experience is different, yeah. uh, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of more complete because, you know, you have all re all kind of resources to, to get information, you know, 
Yeah, you can find someone and talk about that with her or him about anything. Yeah, there are a lot there are lots of forums, there are lots of apps that you can uh, that you can download. Uh, yeah, yeah, your that's phone. something I do. <laughs> yeah, and it's quite interesting, and it's and it's very, it's something that we need to make to take advantage of because uh, normally when you when people and I have seen it because I have friends that have told me this when you enroll yourself or at least when people enroll themselves into a, a an English an English uh, course uh, they are very shy or they are at least don't study hard enough or at least they don't pay too much attention to what they are studying outside of the class you know like normally during the week probably is the last thing that you that you think of or at least uh, the last thing yeah. that you uh, you know do that you might do <laughs> that you might do in during the week but like i mentioned uh, there are, there there is like this great advantage for us that is you know the internet and get information about any kind of language, uh, get to know a little bit about the grammar, the vocabulary, uh, the expressions, the culture. You know, it's, it's certainly an advantage that probably most people are not uh, making the most of, you know, and, and, it's, and it's really interesting. What do you think about? Yeah, it's, I don't know how to define it. You know, you know, we have a lot of resources, as you mentioned, but... I don't know, like this here in Mexico, uh, people are not that interested in learning another language. I mean, they only learn, learn English because, well, you know, it's like an obligation because it is yeah, part most, of the school. Yeah, it's more like a requirement for your CV. So yeah. I get it, you know, and, and this is the kind of, inform at least this is the kind of... Uh, testimonies that you get from from people that you know and even from people that we knew or we people that we met uh at the university of veracruzana like i'm only studying this because i need a i need a career you know and <laughs> and it's um, like i get it i get it maybe learning a language is not an experience that everyone wants to to discover or at least to experience or at least to to carry out completely with uh, all the intention to actually learn a, a second language. But when since we are talking about how to properly kind of uh, learn a second language, uh, the motivation plays a very important part. You know, if you are doing it for a job, because it, many companies sometimes, or probably most mm -hmm. of the time, require you to, to be certified in English. Uh, yeah. I mean, at least you have to make the most of it. I know it's like... I know there are other priorities, but uh, I mean, it's something that it's going to help you professionally and maybe even personally. Because, sure. I mean, one of the first motivations that I had when I was decided that I was, I really wanted to, to study bachelor's degree like this uh, was because I wanted to have like the experience to get to know more people outside of my country. You know, like, yeah, that, I want yeah, to get that's to know. wonderful. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's when it's I start to chat with some other people through video games is like a unique experience i i mean once i was talking with a guy from sweden and then someone from morocco started to chat with us it, it was quite an experience an impressive one yeah like like you mentioned this is something that it's a whole new it's a whole new experience to get to know yeah. people from from other countries Because not only you're you're talking in another language, you get to know people even uh, to a personal degree, you know, it, and you get to know a little bit more of another ideas that people from other country have. You get to know more a little bit of a of the culture. You you probably can have the chance to travel abroad and go visit the same places that uh, the people that you people that you meet like advise you to visit or maybe they like invite mm -hmm. you to come visit them yeah or they say things about you know their culture that it, it's pretty different to see whole life it is in a place and the difference it has compared to another place another country yeah totally i mean 
it's part of the of the benefits that I was talking about. Like, yeah, professionally you need it, but personally, I think there are more benefits personally than most people think. Like, it's the part of getting to know people from other countries, in, but at the same time, the opportunities of travel, the opportunities that it will open for you to actually, I mean, you know, learn a little bit more of, yeah, of other to cultures. Discover, yeah. To discover. Yeah. yeah. Generally, generally, I mean, to explore maybe something that you didn't know you like or something that it's totally different than, than what you know. And yeah, it's, it's something that, that I think um, at least in our educational system, should be talked about a little bit more rather than you need it for your job. You need it to get a good job. You need it to get a good salary, which is not bad, but at the same okay. time, it's kind of the it's a motivation. Yeah. yeah, it's the motivation because if you're not motivating your students uh, in a way in which they can feel engaged uh, mm -hmm. with the experience of learning a second language, I think it's going to be, it's going, I think it's going to make it even harder for them To, to learn yeah but you know there are some problems with the uh, with the system here in Mexico uh, you know I, I would say that maybe the first problem is you know uh, well here in Mexico the education system is divided it's way too divided so sometimes some topics you are supposed to learn at primary primary school you don't learn them so the next stage with which is the secondary school has I don't know to deal with this and try to fix them, try to make students learn those topics. But at the end, sometimes it doesn't happen or they skip some, some topics. And the same happens in, in high school. And, you know, the problem with this, uh, this creates an impact that, as I mentioned before, um, you are learning like the same topics you are learning and in primary school, you are learning them again once again in secondary school and then once again in high school and for some reason students don't learn them at all and they spend years and years and years practicing the verb to be yeah and some and this leads to at least uh, what happened to me you know that my parents decided i was doing wrong i was doing bad that i needed to go to a, a course outside school to to actually, you know, improve in English. And, and I think yeah. I agree to some, I agree with what you said, but it's, it's sometimes rather the topics, it's is the way that the professors teach, because I know it's, I know it's teenagers. Sometimes they don't even probably have like school as their number one priority, or at least uh, uh, they don't want to focus the hundred percent of their time in it. Not that I did because I, if I'm saying this is because I, I did it to at some point, uh, at some point, but, but yeah, it's, it, it, it's like, a, like you mentioned it, but I think that as well, the way that at least professors should approach the English classes should be different. Like, yes, we are going to see the same topics, but at least they want, I mean, the way that you are developing as a student, you know, it, taking a jump from secondary to high school, uh, it's totally different because your abilities of, yeah. I mean, in secondary school, you develop your reading abilities, your cognitive ability, I mean, the cognitive part in, in a broad sense, you know, like mm -hmm. the reading comprehension, the understanding, uh, you know, writing. And at the same time in, in high school, you are, you are still developing them, but at least you're trying to improve. You know, you, you are asked to be, to make more, to write more essays, to uh, think outside the box, to, you're introduced to more complex uh, topics, you know? And yeah. the fact that English remains the same is also kind of doesn't motivate you because you know what you are going to see the same topics. And I know, I know maybe this is, this doesn't apply to every school in the country, because like you mentioned, maybe the private, the private sector uh, engages more, uh, makes their students to engage more with the, with the task of learning a second language. In fact, you know, I know schools that actually uh, provide a certify a certification for their students once they, they leave the school. But, yeah, you know, 
We're talking yeah. about the public system, which is it's totally different. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's totally different. But at least, given that it's different, I mean, the fact that uh, the fact that is public education doesn't mean that you have to, I mean, provide the same topics over and over again. Because at least, because it's going to make it repetitive. The student is not going to feel uh, motivated to learn or to to make a bigger effort. Because yeah, it's I mean, like a student say. Oh, okay, we're going to to learn the present simple. Or even not to learn. Says, oh. Yeah, I mean, but it's, it's just an example. And the student says, oh, okay, I already learned this past year in secondary school. So I already know this and I won't pay attention. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it was, I mean, it was very different because at least in secondary school, it was the same thing. In in high school, it was very different. Like, I mean, I got to see, yes, I got to see more different topics, but there were like these sections in which, which is not bad, which is, which are revisiting the topics that you saw the last uh, semester, but they are too extensive. Like probably, yes, it is good to, to practice again, to, to strengthen those topics. But I mean, I remember that those topics were seeing too long. I mean, Like during two weeks, I remember that once we practiced past simple and past perfect, you know, and during two weeks, I mean, and it's, it made it boring, you know, because I knew that I knew the topic I was, I had already studied in the course, but I, I, I watched and well, I saw my classmates and they were very bored. I mean, like, uh, they were, they wouldn't pay attention to the teacher. They would do things in a bad way, or maybe they even sometimes, uh, when i mean when you get so bored of a class you just leave the the classroom you know and sometimes it got to that point of some classmates or even sometimes myself included i i left the classroom because the class was too boring i mean you weren't you weren't asked to to actually do more rather than just translating the, the sentences that the teacher was providing to you uh learning the vocab the simple the simplest vocabulary that, that there was because This is a chair, this is a table, this is a tree, this is a house. I know it's basic, I know it's public education, but at least you can at least you can make the English experience like the others. Not like it's going to be mathematics, chemistry, physics, you know, literature, yeah. etc. But at least yeah. don't make the English class as boring as boring as you like, or at least as boring as you can possibly imagine. To actually, you know, make your students kind of, you know, if not enjoy the class completely, just to to be part of the dynamic, to be more dynamic. I mean, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, which is quite difficult, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I've been teaching for a little while in public education, yeah, and it's quite a challenge <laughs> to, to find like the proper approach uh, to, you know to get most of the students engaged. Yeah, it's quite a challenge. Yes, it's, it's, it's difficult. And at some point, I guess it's like, because of the previous experiences, because like, it was the same thing when I was doing my social service. And I mean, I know that probably English is, I mean, learning a second language is not for everyone. I mean, you have to really feel like the motivation to actually learning, to actually learn a second language, It doesn't matter if it is yeah. English, it could be like you mentioned Portuguese, Lithuanian, Russian, German, whatever the language that you are interested. But at least like if you see that your student is not completely motivated to learn the language or at least to carry out the, the activities, to learn the grammar, to learn the vocabulary, to feel confident enough to, to write, even to speak, mm -hmm. uh, It's important that as professor, you can find a way to make to make the class not boring. I mean, to actually motivate them to find like uh, a way in which they can learn English or English, which isn't which was in my case, or at least learn another language uh, in the way in a way that they feel more comfortable. Yeah, well, this is related to the next section, yeah, in which we are going to. There are some pieces of advice about maybe not learning a language itself, but, you know, some small tips that might help you. So yeah. do you have any, Manuel? 
Well, um, yeah, I have. Well, I ju I'll just say them as they come to yeah, my yeah. mind. Yeah, yeah, it's okay. For, first of all, I mean, find some topics of interest, and I and I say yeah. this as the first one because uh, yes, the grammar, the vocabulary, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Those those two those two parts are probably the ones that a, a person can feel more bored about. You know, like don't feel very interesting in interested in, in, in learning. But I guess that if you find the top certain topics that are are of your interest, you can analyze the grammar that is in them and, and the vocabulary as well. And and therefore it's going to be totally different. The experience the experience is going to be different. You know, like for example, if you're interested in literature, okay, maybe you can find uh, some books that you're interested in. Or we read in. some books you are already you already read. <laughs> But in yeah, I mean, English in this case. But in English. And and compare mm -hmm. them. Like, for example, um, like if I read a book or at least if I read a story or a tale in English, maybe I can find if it is available in my, my native language and compare mm -hmm. what is being said in, you know, in the translation and what is being said in the original part. And although it's yeah. not going to be like the best way to, to learn, because it's not, at least you kind yeah. of have like idea on how the how the sentences are structured, you know? And, mm -hmm. and like you mentioned, uh, if you're interested in literature, maybe you maybe there are some genres, you know, inside literature that interest you the most. Like some person can be more interested in 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 the fantasy. Maybe some persons are interested in in more scientific uh, based uh, books or they're more interested in, in scientific, uh, you know, journals or something like that. Or maybe you're interested in the horror genre, the drama, whatever. Even comics yeah. are very good. You know, it, reading yeah, a comic. comics are comics are pretty good, especially because they have images. So you, it's, it's you easy are to reading relate. and you are seeing it. It's like, it's more easy to understand what is going on. Yeah, it's... It makes it uh, it makes it easier because yeah, yeah as you can it's I mean it's something look for something that makes it fun you know something that uh, yeah something that it's funny for that person second of all uh, and you're, well second of all in in the same point uh, if you are interested in music listen to music look for the lyrics and do the same thing compare the lyrics in English and. And then the yeah, translation or, in Spanish. Or even uh, listen to the song while you're reading uh, the library. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch TV shows that are interest that you are interested, um, movies. You can even see the subtitles. I mean, like look for something that entertains you at some point, but that can also benefit you in, in the learning process. Second mm -hmm. of all, uh, I will mention that at least from from my personal experience, writing down some ideas that I you know come to you during the day, and then translating them into into English would help. Be why? Because uh, if at least I was thinking in something like in in my native language, like I need to buy some things or I need to do some some activity to you know to achieve any kind of purpose, then I would. Uh, would search for the way it could be phrased in English, you know, and compare those two sentences, you know. And at the same time, it's very beneficial because you are learning new vocabulary. Like for example, if you knew some, if you knew some words in English, it, it in that case it will help you because you are structuring your thoughts in English, but you can learn more vocabulary. For example, you can think of words in in your native language and then look for their translation in English and then you know structure some ideas to write something down which brings me to the next point like it sounds kind of I don't want I don't want to I, I don't think it sounds like kind of cheesy yeah. but writing down a diary it helps because of the vocabulary, vocabulary part as well like if you're learning the the grammar how to structure the the ideas, writing down yeah, uh, yeah. 
a diary it doesn't have to be sentimental like every like every person thinks a diary is i mean it has it hasn't doesn't have to be like that maybe it's like today i went to the supermarket and i bought this uh this list and or maybe i, I went out with my friends or well things that you can that you can do right um, yeah this diary today i went to the supermarket yeah yeah and i saw and i and i bought and i bought a new cereal and and i went to the to the video games department or i bought some vegetables i bought some fruit and that also will help you because at the same time you are thinking about more vocabulary and the last one the last point that i want to mention is that uh look for good platform to to rely on and then when i mean platform it can be anything like you can have a a dictionary a hand dictionary but at the same time you can find any kind of forum like we mentioned before the in which you can post your questions post any doubts ask something and a person would give you feedback you know and i think this is some of the advantages that we have with the internet because we don't exploit the the facilities that uh the web can give us you know like that, that's something advantage. wonderful yeah that's something right. wonderful because now that i am experiencing it with portuguese uh word reference has a forum duolingo has a forum uh high native even a is podcast a forum. yeah even a podcast is a forum uh there are other i mean youtube is a, always a wonderful source of information if you search well there are very i found a, a youtube channel youtube channel from a guy who teaches portuguese and and it's really great i mean he's he explains the things very well and he recently posted an app which i downloaded and you know and and this is the kind of stuff that we can take advantage of yes we are we are the generation that uh grew up with uh within with the internet mm -hmm. because like you mentioned it when you in your experience when you were learning the ex the internet had its boom you know like the yeah. the use of the internet began to to get more globalized to be more uh, normalized as well like maybe i'm going to google something i don't know this i'll google it i'll find i'm going to look information in of of this you know and and that's and that's something that you can that can definitely help you when learning a new yeah. language yeah now, Luis, what are your thoughts uh, yeah well I was thinking about recommending more or less the same. Um, well, I would also like to recommend maybe trying to find like some kind of partner. You know, there are a lot of people that, in our case, uh, there are many, many people that are interested in learning Spanish and they already know English. So, you know, you can have some languages exchange and that helps a lot. Uh, well, you know, humans are social beings. So, uh, for example, this podcast, I, I would not be able to do it on my own. So, but with you here, it's more easy to discuss uh, about these topics. So, yeah, same applies for languages. Uh, if you find someone who is also learning the same language or he or she wants to learn the language you already speak, it's a bit more easy. I mean, it can be complicated if you are a beginner, but... Yeah, it's an interesting experience to to exchange this information. Uh, yes, because of the feedback. You, yeah, yeah, you gain a lot of input, but also a lot of output. So, and the feedback, yeah, it's very important. And it is not that formal like a class, but you are also learning. And of course, in a more informal way, but you don't feel that pressure, you know, of a teacher asking you something specific. Uh, yeah, and, mm -hmm. and it's like you mentioned it. I mean, if you are joined by a friend, which is, makes it easier, like you mentioned. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or even if you it's with someone who, like you mentioned, it is interested in learning the language or someone who you know is struggling with the language, you can study together. You can uh, revisit some topics that you might find difficult, some topics that that person can might can find difficult and work on it together because it's like what Luis mentioned that you get a lot of input but also output and the more the more interaction you have the better okay. yeah yeah that's true yeah that's also my next advice 
uh, find something interactive. In my case, it was video games, but you have a lot, a lot of websites, chatting apps. And for example, also you can do can change the language of yourself. I mean, you already know how to use it. So if yeah, you I... change it to, to English or to any other language, it's the same function, but you will be learning new vocabulary. Yeah, it's it, it's true. Maybe prior to doing that, you can revisit all your uh, your cell phone settings, all you, all the apps, the names, and then you are going to be familiarized with the way the icon of the of the app. At the same time, the name that the app has in English. Yeah, in this case, if the app has a different name, because you know app names are kind of global. For example, you scroll to, through Facebook, you will see new pieces of vocabulary for example yeah it's it's important to do that because going to i mean it's going to to help you gain more confidence at the same time like i know this word i know that i know that maybe i can use it this way but i'm interested also in how can i apply this word or if it has another use in another context it's like we haven't mentioned it like find something that can really motivate you to keep going You know, that's something that doesn't stop you from learning the language or at least to practice a little bit more. Uh, yeah, that's, but... that is my last advice. Um, search for material or especially audiovisual material, the language you are learning, even though you don't understand a lot, but you get familiarized with the sounds of the language and some structures. Um, for example, <laughs> I like to watch videos, uh, programs, movies in Lithuanian, even though I don't understand much of it sometimes, but uh, sometimes they mention some vocabulary I already know. For example, I like a program in which what they are competing for winning a prize. And they ask cultural, well, general culture questions, you know, pop culture. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I, I really like it because I learn a lot of vocabulary. And also since they have the questions in the screen, so I'm practice I'm practicing listening and reading. So yeah, that's that's something I like to do. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. important to to facilitate yourself your experience. To not like even if you find boring the the process, because we are not going to lie, there are some things that are, that are enjoyable and some yeah. some other things that really make you struggle but it it's like Liza mentioned uh find someone who can help you find uh platforms uh find any kind of multimedia uh works that can help you practice it's it's part it's like learning a second language we know it's difficult but at the same time it can be rewarding like you are having a new experience you are you get to know more people different people um you mean you can you can get to know more people of your country but also there is this great benefit of getting to know people outside of your country even native speakers of the language that you are interested in learning uh you can get to know people from the united states the uk australia france italy germany the netherlands spain yeah, from some, anywhere <laughs> from anywhere i mean really i mean a language can really open up your view can really change your perspective on many things. And with that note, and with that note, it's it's the end of the first episode. We want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, we hope that it, you like it. Thank you, Luis, again for inviting me to this new project. It's very interesting. It's my pleasure. Yeah. It's my it's pleasure my to pleasure have you well. here. You know, um, it's a bit easier. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's like we mentioned to you, uh, Luis and I are friends. It's, it's very important, actually, the point that he mentioned. If you know someone who is also interested in learning a second language, and if it happens to be the same language that you are interesting, interested in, in learning or that you are actually studying, invite them to study together. It's going to make is- things easier. It's going to make them, it's going to make things even fun more fun uh i mean since i've met manuel we have been working together in a lot of different things <laughs> haven't we 
Yes, I mean, uh, we wrote our thesis together, which is uh, quite a, an experience. Uh, oh, yeah. And, and <laughs> yes, I mean, you can also share any kind of information with your friends in, in another language. Like, you can maybe you can find you can find any kind of information in your own language, but maybe there is some information in English, some information in German, some information in French. Any language really makes things, you know, more interesting. Learning new languages is something wonderful when when you are really when you really invest time and when you really are interested in, in having a new experience. Yeah, well now that you mentioned that uh, for the next episode we will have a guest. Uh, who has been teaching a lot, a lot of people around the world. So he will come here and tell us more about that. So uh, we hope you stay tuned to this podcast. And thank you once again for listening to it. And we will see you next time. Do you have any last words, Manuel, to close the podcast? Um, just a quick uh, information. Every 10, every 10 podcasts, we are going to have... Uh, a different episode called Off Topic. So in Off Topic, we are going to talk about anything. It's not going to be, I mean, it can be language related, culture related, but it can be, we can talk about anything. Actually, we can talk about politics, economics, pop culture, the, the yeah. Snyder Cut, anything. We still need, <laughs> Snyder Cut, of course. We, we still need to define the topics, but yeah, uh, that's it. And thank you for listening to this. Um, we will see you next time.